All right, we are recording. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever it is you are watching from. Welcome to the Peasant Party Podcast. Um, we're going to have a fun one today. It is extremely hot outside in Austin, Texas. I think we're going into 100 degree weather or something like that. So it'll be a fun one. Um, and yeah, we're going into what I call hot guy, hot girl summer, um, which makes me super excited to introduce um, my guest today. I'll start off, though, by introducing one of my rotating co-hosts. Um, like I've always said about this format, uh, we want I want to have you know rotating co-host that's a close personal friend um, who has an interest in dating who's not necessarily privy to all of these online TikTok-y dating terms. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, I'll introduce my rotating co-host first. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, What's your name? Nervous. My name is Annabelle Warren. And I am your sister. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, and I allegedly have an interest in dating. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah, you got you got some you've got some takes on it. Uh, oh, I've got takes. You've I got, got takes. You've got real. takes. I've got takes. So tell me about like what's um, so. What what is your relationship status, and how long has it been that way? Oof. Okay, dude. <laughs> it's okay. So I'm single first yep. and foremost, but just. Being in Austin and, like, being single in Austin, I, I've lived here for, like, a year and a half, but I was dating people who, like, lived out of town or, like, lived back home or whatever. So this is kind of, like, recently now my first experience attempting to date people who live in Austin. That's true. Yeah, you've um, had some long-term relationships, and yeah. this is kind of your first summer actively dating, again, yes. basically. Awesome. Yes, um, and as I said about the note of, you know, not necessarily privy to all of those online TikTok-y terms, Annabelle, what does sexual marketplace value mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> sexual marketplace value. Yeah, what does that mean? It's a bit, everybody, everybody in dating uses it, apparently. What? What? Everyone in dating uses it? According to the internet. Well, what are you talking about? Okay. Um, I don't know. It sounds like it has something to do with, like, money paying for sex exactly see nobody in the world actually talks like that and everyone who uses those terms if you were to use them to an average everyday person they would think you're a <laughs> fucking loser so that's proof um but yeah without further ado i want to introduce my guest to my right we've got justine over here hi yeah my name's justine i um also have my own little podcast about like sex and dating and so i have been single for about a year but I am divorced, so I was married. I was in. We were together about six and a half years, so it was a long time. I was only married for thirteen months. Um, left it about a year ago, so definitely getting into the dating world and exploring after a long time of not being single. Nice, nice, and um, yeah. Tell tell us a bit more about kind of um, yeah, like what what you do. Um, I know you're yeah you're just fit Justine on Instagram and, and TikTok. Can you tell us all a bit? Yeah, more about that? so I am a health and fitness coach. So I do online personal training and nutrition coaching, and I do it all online. So that's like really my uh, bread and butter. And then I just run my podcast as like my passion project. Awesome, and that's the Villanera podcast. Yes. Right? So that's been all about you know post divorce dating really like finding my sexuality again, which has like been a big thing because I was not having sex in my marriage and stuff like that. So talking a lot about topics just to empower women on that journey. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, so it's, um, yeah, what kind of, what kind of topics do you cover and, and what days, what days do you, um, what, what days does your podcast release? 
podcast comes out on Fridays and I usually do like a little recap of whatever terrible date I've been on that week. And then, um, also, so some of my most popular episodes are, did DMT make me get a divorce? Uh, so did some psychedelics and then left my marriage about (laughs) a week later. Um, (laughs) damn, let's go. Uh, why I got married when I was having doubts. So like, that was a big one. Um, talking about going into hot girl summer now, my tips for having better sex life. So those are a lot of like the good, probably some of the, the hottest topic, like most popular ones. Damn, I feel like I got like a whole character arc from that. Like, yeah. You have like <laughs> a big like regeneration, like transformation yes. era. Hence and the name. Villain villain era. Era. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. How is the villain era going? I, uh, you know, I like to think of it. It's, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> It's kind of like, I'm like too nice, right? I see a lot of people on like TikTok, they're like, oh, you're in your villain era, like block him. Or like, oh, you're in your villain era, like be mean. And I was like, that's not really like what I think about it. It's just more finding myself and like not being like a people pleaser or living for other people's standards anymore. So that's been a big change. But one of the big things that when I was in my marriage is that every single person was like, the things that you're that we love about you, like my friends, my family, the things that we think are amazing were all the things that he hated. And so they're like, it's just been amazing to see you like come out and like be that person again that we knew from before that he like really dimmed your shine and just getting to like express myself again. So that's awesome. Damn, that's crazy. They all were like the things that we love about you the most. Yes. He he told you not to do pretty much. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, the emails I get about my podcast. Oh my god. Oh my god, I bet there. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Oh goodness. Um yeah, and I think that's the good thing about like a lot of those little buzzwords terminology that the big influencers throw our ways, villain era, hot girl summer. It means something different to every single one of us and it's about going kind of within your so comfort true. zone at whatever those terms mean. So I think you're doing your villain era probably just fine. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and you're relatively new to Austin, right? Yeah, December. Nice. Yeah. How is, so, um, yeah, how has kind of dating been here for you? So I will say I had a lot better time dating here. I was in Cincinnati for a few months before this, and that was definitely just too Republican small town for me, for like Mm -hmm. lack of a better way to put it. Um, So I have been having, I would say like people I'm like way more interested in Mm -hmm. in Austin, but also, I just think there's so many, like, Peter Pan syndrome. Like, no one wants to commit. <laughs> and, like, really just, it's so, like, I've had so many instances where, like, men have asked me out, asked for my number, taken me on dates, like, planned dates, like, reservations, all sorts of stuff. And then we're going into this, and then they're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want a relationship. I don't want to date. Dude, I'm like, literally, what the? I've had this happen like three times in the last like few months. I'm like, that you started this. script start yeah. to finish. Yes. They're in your DMs. They're begging you to like go out. And then, and then they're like, oh, I just wanted to see if I could do it actually. I'm like, you literally, <laughs> I did not pursue you. Like, oh, I don't know why this is happening. My God. And <sighs> this is why I knew you would be a good, good co-host to, to vibe with, to vibe with Justine. Cause I think. shit on men. <laughs> oh no, no. I, th- I think because you got similar, well, similar experiences. Annabelle's relatively yeah, yeah. new to Austin mm-hmm. as well. Kind of single, um, dating for the first time after some long-term relationships. Mm. And I think it's, it's, it'll be a good conversation for him. It's just crazy. Standpoint. But like, yeah, because I'm so new to it now, I'm like hearing other people talking about it. I'm like, oh my God. 
You too. What? It's so weird. It's like a weird cyclical behavior of men. It's like Austin has like a weird like curse upon its men. I think they just it's, do this. To it's adult woman. Disneyland for some yeah. people, I will say. And I think, um, yeah, you shared the, the the article. I think it was like KXAN shared. Um, it's, it's older. It's actually older than I thought. But yeah. Um, yeah, around ghosting. Apparently, Austin, Texas has, what is it, like a, th- a 500%, 500% compared to other cities? I don't... For, sorry, what? Match.com 500%? reported... 500%? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Match.com reported, and this is from back in 2019, um, that the city of Austin has a... Let's pull up that article. We have... <laughs> oh looks God. like Match.com says that Austin men are four or 549% more likely than other singles in other cities <laughs> to ghost. This is... A blight. This is a plague. This is insane. And they also say that, yeah, Match also says that Austin men are 400% more likely to bread come and 297% more likely to come back as a zombie. <laughs> and as you know about breadcrumbing, that's when you leave yeah, the yeah, little yeah. breadcrumbs. Kind of, I, 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 don't, I think it's probably the same thing as a slow fade where it's like yeah. the messages. But I think, I think maybe breadcrumbing feels a little bit more intentional. Like a slow fade, it just kind of, it just, it happens. And then zombieing mm-hmm. is when you, when you show back up. Come Dude, back from the dead. they always come back. That's so crazy. <laughs> if I get zombied, that's gonna make me want to box somebody. Like, don't you dare zombie me. I'll be pissed. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. I do wonder where they're getting those num- where they're getting those numbers from, and just a sense of like, is it self-reported? Because I always think any kind of dating statistics, I'm always wary of when it involves going out and surveying people and them self-reporting because. First, I think it takes a certain type of person selection bias to participate in a dating survey. I mm-hmm. think people, the the most, you know, fuckboy crazy people are not taking dating surveys. They're just out in the world. And I also think that nobody is self-aware. So people like to, people think, you know, qualities about themselves are, you know, better than they are and, yep. and whatnot. So, but those are some pretty crazy numbers. And I think it's just kind of a testament to just how Austin, the lay of the land of Austin. So I, I went on two dates with this guy a couple of weeks ago. Oh, man. And I thought they went great. At the mm-hmm. end of it, he was like, I don't know if this is moving too fast. I want you to come meet, like, my best girlfriend. She's at this one bar. Mm-hmm. And he, like, ends up – he takes me home at the end of the night. Like, we kiss. He's like, I had such a great time talking about, like, future dates, all this stuff. I end up never hearing from him again. Well – I run into him twice in the same, literally within the next like week of each other. So I'm just like, Austin is such a small town. I don't know what people are thinking about doing. Like when you go to them, I'm like, you're going to see me You're going to see And I literally them, ran into him dude. twice. The first time I saw him. It's so small. Oh my God. Well, the first time I saw him, I was drunk. So he walked into the bar and I just, I literally just like flicked him off. I was like, fuck you. Like. Instinctual. <laughs> yeah. And then the second time I saw him, um, I was with Owen uh-huh. and we went, I went inside to order and I was like. He is fucking here again. Like, oh my god. So same place though. So you ran into No, him two different place. places. Two different. Yes. <laughs> it was on a Tuesday and then a Friday. <laughs> what was interesting? What was his response? Did he like duck into a corner yeah, or did he just have no shame or what? Oh, so when he saw me and I flicked him off, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna be like that." He was like, "I was gonna text you back, but you have really aggressive energy." <laughs> he was like, "I've been really hungover." I'm like, "You've been really hungover for a week." <laughs> Like, also, he was at the bar with another girl. Oh, goodness. No. So, I'm like, I've been really hung over. I'm like, well, you weren't hung over enough to, I'm like. I'm using that as my excuse every time I want to, like, go somebody yeah. for now. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I was 
really hungry for a week. For and I was like, months. and you you made plans with this other girl to show up at this bar. So and he was like, we can't. This is not the place to talk about. It. This is not the place to talk about it. And then when we saw each other the second time, we both were like, we're not. We're not gonna act like we know each other. Yeah, Austin's wow. one of those cities. It's not like a New York. You're like you will bump into people. Someone knows somebody. Someone knows someone who worked at Oracle. All that. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. No, I actually when I was on the date with this man, <laughs> my sneaky link was there, and oh, he saw goodness. us making out. Uh oh. <laughs> and then Hell they yeah. were like kind of like acquaintances. And then I've had another situation where I have gone on a date with a, like a that I'm like, oh my god, they're friends, and mm-hmm. Austin's like just so small, I'm like, this is oh all too god, much. Oh my god, dude, everybody just knows everybody, yeah. for sure, like, in industries, too, like, the service industry, everybody, everybody knows each other, there's so much overlap, like, mm-hmm. in a, in Austin, which is a huge city. Yeah, so it, it made me like, delete my dating apps. Yeah. I was like, I need for real? You delete Yeah, them? I was like, I just keep running into all these same people that know mm-hmm. each other, I'm like, yeah. I'm done, I need to, like, get off of this and, like, cleanse yeah. yeah, I never, I never liked them. Um, like what I think, yeah, because I've been in a relationship for a few months. But even before that, I don't think I was on dating apps for at least like over like a year. I just never liked it because I always thought the guys, the type of guy I like, didn't present himself well on a dating app. Like I kind of like a more like rugged, outdoorsy guy. And of course, those are the guys that are like never take pictures of themselves yeah. and stuff. And Sick. I think there's a certain yeah. type of guy that stands out on dating apps that I'm just like meh on. Yeah. Like the one that's like. I don't know, entrepreneur type that has too many like polished pictures. Perfect, which is not straight my type. white veneers in every Blech, picture. Not my type. Manicured eyebrows. No, give me some cowboy boots and Chilla. I'm into it. But, <laughs> yeah, like it's so I just, I never liked it. But it also just kind of takes the accountability away from things. Like if you think of back in the day, you met people because they lived down the street from you or like your aunt introduced them to you. Um, and you know, what would happen if you go on a date with someone and you ghost them? that aunt who introduced you is probably going to hit you up and say, like, why the heck did you ghost this person that Mm -hmm. I introduced you to? And I think dating apps have obviously led to that phenomenon a ton. Yeah, but also at the same time, I also think that's why, because the people I keep dating that, like, know each other, it's, like, because I'm meeting them at, like, events, and then, like, Mm -hmm. they're friends of friends. I'm like, ugh, like, I don't know. So it's kind of causing me the issues because I am running into people. I'm like, oh, they're all friends that I, like, keep meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's the double-edged sword to it where it's, like, it makes the stakes higher where it's, like, oh, shoot, if I go on this date with this person and then, you know, screw this up or, you know, we hook up and I realize, oh, they're not it, then I'm the bad guy who has to see this person again. So it's, like, there's a totally a double-edged sword to it. And I think it depends what you're ready for and just knowing, like, what types of connections work best for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you believe that, like, you can beat that that statistic or that odd with like the men in Austin. Do you think it's a matter of like effort of like try you know, trying to get them to break their Peter Pan syndrome? Or do you think they're just gonna be in it until they're done with it? That's a tough one because I think guys tend to think they're like twenty seven years old until they're eighty five. <laughs> as as long as like the world lets them, they they will. Yeah. Um and of course they see like, you know, what's it um like is it Al Pacino? Al Pacino's oh having God, a, yeah. a child as, as an eighty-something-year-old. Like, see, that could be Weird. me. It's like, I don't know if Gross. that could be you, but um, I, I think. But it's you. it's also just yeah. Like you have you know a city of full of transplants. Everyone wants to make friends. There's sort of this feeling of like, oh, like I'm not gonna necessarily put down roots here that mm-hmm. some people have, where it's like, oh, I can just be, be on my worst behavior. Nothing's stopping me. The person to my left, to my right, is having fun doing what I'm doing, and yeah, I think it really takes. I think a lot of guys too. It's like. People, I feel like 
people like to like grow up with their friends and i think it's like when the guy to his left guy to his right starts you know getting married trying to settle yep. down they'll do the same i literally just was talking to my therapist about this she's like one of the things that you should be more intentional about is looking at where their friends are in life because they're probably not going to be the first one to like oh i'm going to get into a relationship if all of their friends are out like clubbing and partying every night and doing yeah. stuff but if a lot of their friends are married or in relationships or committed then they're going to be more likely to possibly want a relationship too exactly and I think that's, like, a good thing to look at. Because some people are, like, oh, like, how old are they? Or, like, looking at, like, age, looking at other, like, factors in life. It's, like, ah, no. Like, I think it's, like, where are the friends at? Because I think, too, it's, like, I'm a person who wants to, like, grow up with my friends. Like, I want to mm-hmm. be able to call my friends and, like, we got kids the same age. Like, oh, like, you know, what happens when they accidentally swallow, you know, something silly? What do you do? Like, so I, I think that that just kind of happens, like, naturally. Yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you just sitting there thinking? I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, so basically they just have to, well, I think they it's, have it, to get to that point themselves. Yeah, but I think it's also not on you to, to train people, to train people. Like, never go into meeting real, someone, dude, like, that. never <laughs> go into something being like, oh, this person would be great if they were whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. walk away and find the person who's in the place where you want them to be. And it's kind of like, of course, the the ones that are you know, having the most, like, fun dating and in a sense that it's all that it's all fun and games, like, might be a bit more visible. So it's like, finding the right places to look for the right people. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like that early stage. It's like it can't get off the ground, you know? It's like you can't even get into the, like, relationship and then break up. Like, it's like it just kind of flutters there before and then it, like, dies. And it's this this cycle. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> commitment is... <laughs> it's interesting. It's like I'm not, even asking, I'm not even asking you for, like, a lifetime commitment. I'm just asking to, like hang out and you know like for a few weeks in a row and like kick it and talk about feelings and they're like oh shit (laughs) i I think i think it's like guys maybe are too afraid of like the bad ending where they're just like oh can't let it get there like i think there's like some male ego involved too where it's like oh no she's gonna fall in love with me like boo bitch oh my god i have to tell this story let's tell some we love the story so the last guy that i just stopped seeing we've we actually i literally met him the day i moved to austin Uh so we've been like on and off for six months like i've been dating a lot of other people but i would say like the last two months we've been spending like three to four nights a week together um and very like i don't know we spend a lot of time together so he's the one who saw me out with another guy and he freaked out mm-hmm. and he got super jealous and he was like I don't want you seeing other people and I was like no you like you don't want to date me I'm not telling you we're committed if that's not what's going to happen and so then a, a week goes by or I had like ended it he calls me up has me come over to his place candles in the bath like the whole bathroom filled with <laughs> candles a bubble bath white wine <laughs> This man tells me that he's in love with me. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, so... Oh, my God. So romantic. And then, like, I had, like, an eye infection. He, like, brought me ice cream. He's like, oh, I went and got, I got your favorite ice cream. Yeah, he told me he loved me. Literally, and then I ne- spent the next, like, five out of six days with him. We talk every day. Two weeks go by. We're spending, like, every day. I run into him on Saturday out at a bar, and he told me that I was acting too much like his girlfriend in public. I'm like, so you can tell me that you love me in private, but I can't act like we even know each other in public. So I, yeah. I think, and I think that's like another thing where it's like the Peter Pan thing comes in. It's like a lot of, I think a lot of guys, and you can just tell by how they date, like, they like the idea of like having girlfriends sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like on, like on the Sunday, they want someone to rub their back. They want someone to cuddle with, but 
Saturday night comes around, they want to be single. Yes. And it's it's very it's it's also just like I think sometimes guys will do like nice things and they don't realize like the weight it carries. It's like, yeah, like if you want somebody to like rub your back and watch movies with you and tell you how special you are, like they're going to think that it means something and like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, he sent me like a little apology text. Was like, I'm sorry if I was oblivious to leading you on. He's like, I'm just not uh, <laughs> I'm oblivious just... to leading you yeah. on. He's like, I should have done better at keeping it casual. I was like, sorry, saying I love you is not casual. Like, period. It's not bath. casual. Yeah. And I was like, we're done. It's I, not like, casual, babe. He's yeah. like, you unfollowed me. I was like, yes. yes. Like, Who is this man? This, I, see, that's the thing. Because it's like, I definitely don't want somebody who doesn't want me, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like, oh, I really want this man, but he's just not like ready to commit. It's just, it's so infuriating, like the logic that they bring to the fucking table when it comes to relationships. It's such like a waste of time. I wonder too, like, I wonder if it sometimes comes from, cause it's like, you know, like women, female friendships, like we'll go to brunch and we'll talk about all of these. Like, I feel like guys don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. talk about it where it's they like, don't do so that. they maybe like aren't as, I feel like in touch with feelings mm-hmm. it's like it's like I've never written a breakup text on my own it has a committee of editors and <laughs> truly, proofreaders of bunks all my female friends and I'm, yeah. I, I'm like what did you say when you did, had to do this and I wonder if kind of guys just like don't really know what to do because it's they're not having those conversations the way we are yeah that's true because that other thing is like all of my friends knew who he was right yeah. like if I said his name they would all be like oh yeah we know what's going on when I saw him out at the bar with, like, his group of friends, like, none of them knew who I was. I was like, we've been hanging out for so long, and they're like, who is this girl? That's like, they're not talking about it. The craziest thing. Yeah. Dude, I, I literally just had this happen with a, a dude that I was seeing, and uh, we, we were reading books together. Literally, had, we're like, we're going to do a little book club, and we're reading books together. And then fully, it was just, like, dead stop. One day, he was in my DMs, begging me to go out before, like, for, like, months. Finally, was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And then, yeah, and then one day, it's just like, sorry, I'm just really busy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, and I talked to my therapist Sick. about this, too. She's like, Justine, like, you were not in love with this man. Your ego is bruised. She's like, the whole yeah. time that you've known him, you have been outdating so many other guys. You've been continuing to look. She's like, if this was someone you were in love with, you would not have been you know, going on all of these other dates, like, looking true, for something true, else. True, 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 And your, your ego's just hurt. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, it is Same, like- same dog, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't give a shit about him, but, like, really? <laughs> and I actually, and this maybe pivots from the original outline, I say, I actually want to talk about the getting the bruised ego as da- when dating, because that was always something I struggled with, was just, like, this idea that I'm this big loser. And like, I don't know, maybe it's just like guys trying to be nice where they kindness their way into being an asshole, but they always had this way of writing the most condescending freaking breakup texts. And it made me feel like such a loser. Like, mm-hmm, how do you guys mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the kind of ego part? Cause it's like, as much as people are like, Oh, get over your ego. And that's, it's, no. it's easier said than done. And it, oh, it can yeah. affect who you, who you are kind of going forward as you go about dating. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you manage with like avoiding a bruised ego or like, what, like things you can tell yourself, you know, when you kind of have those moments. <sighs> bro i don't know honestly it it helps to have like outside validation i think you know you have to have like your homies who are like that guy is fucking stupid Mm -hmm. and like obviously you're not the problem like it really helps to have people like support you because if you don't have anybody like supporting you through a breakup like it will yeah crush you Mm -hmm. I, one of the things I really like to do if something ends as well is I write a list about all of the reasons the guy 
sucked <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I like go back to that yeah. list because you always look back at things with like rose colored glasses mm-hmm. and you think things are so much better and you're like no remember all of these issues like that this was not going to work out and I kind of refer back to that and I think that just being more it's like my ego was bruised because I knew it wasn't going to go somewhere and I let it go on mm-hmm. whereas like okay I need to be more intentional of stopping things once they get to a point of mm-hmm. like I'm like, okay, this isn't going anywhere, right? And I'm like, no, I'm just mad at myself for not listening to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even mad that he doesn't want me. I'm just mad that I didn't listen to my intuition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I th- and I think that's part of it, too, is, like, yeah, being, like, kind of taking a more proactive role in, like, ending something or, or saying something if you feel like things are, like, are like kind of pittering out. Like, it's almost like you know something's wrong under the hood of the car, but just as long as you you play dumb, it's, like, You'd have no, you have no idea, like, oh, there's no problems until you mm-hmm. lift up the hood. And it's, like, maybe just lifting up the hood and saying, hey, what are we doing here? Like, you know, I'm I'm here for these reasons. Like, what about you kind of thing? Yeah, and that's one thing I've really changed is I feel like I used to try and be, like, the chill girl and, like, the cool girl. And I'm, like, oh, nothing's going to bother me. And now I'm very much, like, if you are going to disrespect me, I'm going to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let yes. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm like, that's so sick. <laughs> I used to be so like, oh, don't send the text. Just like whatever. And now I'm just kind of Same. like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. Sorry. I don't, can I cuss on your yes, podcast? Yes, you can. You can, you can, cu- you can cuss all you want. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I think yeah. that's so sick. Like, you have to. I totally was the same way. I wanted to be like, kind of the chill girl, like let the red flags slide. And now it's like, no, bitch. Mm-hmm. No, the standard stays right here. <laughs> Yeah, and I think kind of that that going from chill girl to being the hot girl, I kind of want to pivot into talking a bit about hot girl summer because it is, what is it, are we June 14th right now? Yes. We're going to be hitting the summer in one week from today. Oh, I am in hot girl summer. I think we have the best first. We have (laughs) one of the best people here to talk about hot girl summer. I know, um, yeah, like your your content has a huge theme of like looking better in your 30s and your 20s. I am a recent 30-year-old, so I love that type of memo. I firmly believe I look better now than I did at 21. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, kind of want to like jump into like what does hot girl summer or hot guy summer look like? hot guy summer look like i have a 40 percent male listenership so shout out to all the dudes out there we want you to have a hot guy summer too um what does i guess before we jump into things what does hot girl or hot guy summer mean to you i think it just really means living a summer for you and going out and not to my point not crying over a stupid boy mm-hmm. or i would say too i'm really looking for just spending time with my friends and like saying yes to everything and doing a lot of different, I have like a summer bucket list and really not uh, for me to kind of taking a step away from dating and looking for a relationship right now and mm-hmm. focusing just like so much more on me and having a really fun time and making out with a lot of people. Nice. It's a reverse <laughs> cuffing season. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Annabelle? Um, yeah, I think uh, hot girl summer in my vision is like, just being all different types of, like, versions of you, you know, and, like, trying everything out and just bodying it. Also, getting a bunch of tattoos. That's very hot girl summer. Like, that's the quickest way to make, like, a super sexy hot transformation, you know? Yeah. For summer, yeah, and you're showing off your bod and you're all tatted. Yeah, that's hot girl summer. I agree with that. Um, Yeah, as far as kind of any big – what kind of would be your suggestions as far as, you know, hot girl, hot guy summer, getting out in the world? What are some things, like, you're going to do as far as – meeting new people, maybe not necessarily looking for a relationship, but being open to the possibilities. Like, do you have anything on your calendar or anything that's you're looking to do? I would say that I am just someone who is really open to saying yes to anything right now. So mm-hmm. last night or yeah, 
I mean, I w- I've literally been out every night this week already. But last <laughs> night, I'm just, like, one girl's like, hey, a bunch of people are going to, they were at Revelry. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go. Like, I probably should go home and get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. But I went out, and it was awesome because I just got to meet cool people. And then from there, they're like, oh, we're having a pool party next Saturday. I'm like, oh, c- perfect. Like, I'm in. And then I'm like, oh, now I get to go to this pool party, and I'll meet a ton of new people there. And just really exploring. I have a whole list of places I want to go in Austin. Um, Different restaurants, bars, so like working down that list. Dude, this is hot girl summer. But then I do have a little bucket list of things. I'm like, all right, so I'm about to move, so I'm like kind of, uh, I got to get the move out of the way. I want to join a pole gym. I want to do some pole fitness. (gasps) Me too. Oh my god. Yeah. I do have, (laughs) I do want to get another tattoo. I actually really want to go to like the mini Mondays. They have like $35 tattoos. Girl don't. Girl don't. Why? Don't do it because you're going to get a $35 tattoo. That's why. I mean, that's what my first one is. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but that's what I like. I feel like I need something like that because I'm non-committal so I just need to like show up and be like all right let's yeah, get the, that's uh, the you best know way. like pull up and yeah. yeah um pull classes tattoos there's just so much stuff I haven't done in Austin yet so just like Barton Springs to, have you gone to Barton I haven't Springs? been to Barton ah, Springs okay that's the yeah. ultimate like hot girl mm-hmm. destination the I know like jazz on the green blues on the, blues green, on the green is green. great and yeah. I think like whatever city you're in for the most part I think most cities in the summer whether it's like the, you know, the whatever city you live in, it's put on by the city or, you know, like local organizations like sponsor them. But if your city does like a movies in the park or like jazz in the park, Austin has blues in the green. It is next month. There's a, it's a two, there's a one Tuesday night, one Wednesday night. And it is just awesome because it's, it's free. All these like, um, like food vendors, like HEB comes and sponsors mm-hmm. everything. And it's a great way to either meet people. It's a great free date night idea basically Damn, but if your like city's doing movie. movies in the park like when i lived in santa barbara they did a, they did it every summer every friday i think that is just like a great i also have yet to be on lake austin or lake travis so if anyone has no a boat way. and they want me to come shake their ass <laughs> on it i'm available <laughs> boats are always the move too and i think yeah if you live in a city yeah. where there's lakes like the move is like there's eight, like it's usually like eight people and i think it's like the boat people it's usually someone that owns a boat and they'll be like 500 bucks for four hours and you split it amongst eight people. It costs less than like going out, mm-hmm. drinking downtown. Everyone brings, you know, a, a 12 pack of beers and, and coolers. And it's a great time too. like someone when we've usually done it, we'll get them in advance, like weekends in advance. We'll have like two or three people that are committed in. And then it's kind of nice, too, because like nobody says no to a boat. So it's like the random new coworker that you're trying to get to know or like the new neighbor or something like that. It's like, hey, we've got some spots on the boat. Like, do you want to come? Or like if someone's single, it's like, oh, cool. Like. Yeah. invite your like That's date so your date to it so, so i think I yeah that. and like so, so people always think of like when people talk about like who has a boat like boats it's like it's all about like oh the rich person who owns the boat like no you can rent them and it is a great way to spend a saturday i think it's way healthier than just going out to a bar yeah. and like, throwing going money yeah. yeah so i i think i can't stress Get it that vitamin D. yeah it's i was really on floating also floating is a great uh, allegedly i've never done it before, that's on my list it. yeah but yeah i would love to it's like a three or four hour float or something yeah yeah and san marcos river <laughs> I yeah. think a lot of people just get hammered and do it. But yeah, that's you so do. Scary to me. Oh um, they have like a bus that'll take you down to San Marcos. You can also <laughs> oh float God. on Ladybird Lake, and it is a cheap alternative to, um, like bo- to boating if you don't have a boat that weekend. So anything that involves water, apartment pools are also just if you're in a mm-hmm. young person city with an apartment complex that's full of young people, the apartment pools are a great way to meet people. Just go down like. Bring fun cups that make people start conversation. Just make a margarita and, like, bring your blender. It's a good move. 
I just pulled up my list. Yeah. I also really want to do shrooms this summer. Nice. Yes. Oh my God. We should do shrooms. (laughs) I think it's schedule 35 is the one that's like the legal one that like mails it to you. I've I've heard about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have, I want a paddleboard. Um, I also want to apply for some reality television shows. I literally just made like this most ridiculous list of like, what would I do this summer? Like, have you been to the botanical gardens? No. You should oh, do the right next to like Zilker Park. Like okay. everything's all connected. It's right next to Barton Springs. You should do shrooms and go to the Botanical okay. Gardens. It is beautiful there. It is absolutely breathtaking. It's so pretty. Oh, this is the list. Yeah. Nice. I love, I, I love to hear that. I think just making yourself a city bucket list for the summer and then using it to either meet people or if you, you meet somebody and it's like, what do we want to do? I don't know. I've got my little bucket list. Yeah. Like, Versus like, oh, where are we going to go? Oh, like the same date spot I always go to. Like use it as an excuse to try that new restaurant, try that new cocktail bar. And you get something out of it. Like even if the date sucks, it's like, oh, cool. At least I got to try like Kitty Cohen's or something I think that that is so important. That's what I always try to go into my mindset with dating. Because I think you can get a really negative mindset a lot if you've been dating. And you can be like, oh, my God, this feels daunting. But if you just go into it where, hey, you know what? Even if this guy is not my person – but I'm going to have fun and I'm going to try a new bar or I'm going to have a new like dinner place. I think that's where you can just keep a positive mindset around it and say like, okay, this is still going to be a fun activity type of thing. Totally. Instead of so much pressure of like, oh, is he the one? Totally. If you go on a date and you like, you realize pretty quickly you're not into this person, like what is your move for playing out the date in a way that's polite, but also doesn't waste your time or theirs? Uh, I'm the worst at this. I will stay on that date. I will stay on that date all night and my sister always yells at me she's like Justine you're literally texting us that the date is terrible and then you guys have four drinks together and I'm like I know I just feel bad I don't know how to end it but oh no (laughs) (laughs) so that's where I could like step into my villain era a little bit better um but I'm definitely a I send a text after of well I will let it fizzle if they don't text me Mm -hmm. I will not text but if they text and they're like, hey, let's do again, let's hang out again, I'm very pro. I am not ghosting. I don't care if it's been one date. I don't care if it's been anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send a text and be like, you were really nice, but I mm-hmm. just don't see this going anywhere. That is very polite. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. So if, if two people go on a date and clearly it's not the match and then neither text the other, is that ghosting? No. I agree. I think that's like a That's a fizzle. fizzle. Yeah. The fizzle. A fizzle. I think, I think it takes two to be ghosted if okay. it's not ghosting what? until... Okay. Yeah, it's not ghosting until someone texts you and says, hey, I'd love to see you again. Mm-hmm. And then you like proactively like ignore that. Yes. I think if, you, if someone just sends you a text saying, hey, thanks for a nice night and then you don't hear from them again and you don't text them, I don't think that's ghosting either. I think it's like... Yeah. The second they say like they want to see you again and you ignore it it's ghosting i have had multiple guys though bring up on the first date let's have a second date let's do this mm-hmm. and then there's no follow on that and i'm just like why do you even say that just don't just don't mention the second date if you yeah. don't like we could have just ended it there's a lot of we shoulds coming from dudes i feel like Dude, i think yeah, they just they get ahead of themselves they're like look. possessed in the moment they're like i love you yeah. well and i then- think there's a there's a date high that people get which is why i'm like very yeah. like anti date like high. marathon first date where it's mm-hmm. like oh this is going so well let's just keep going let's keep going let's keep going oh my god we've had 10 dates in one and then you know like two days later it's like oh shoot what have i done here mm-hmm. um but i think there's there's a high of just like oh i have this person sitting across from me smiling i'm attracted to them and then, like, you go into, you know, work the next day, you bump into coworkers, you're sober, you have some coffee, and it's just like, do I feel the same way as I did last night? 
Yeah. I don't know if I've felt that. Because I, I, get, I get those words. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm a fun, like, my problem was always, like, I'm a fun first date in the sense where it's just like, oh, shoot, like, am I doing a good job of, like, weeding out who I'm not having fun with because, like, I can just have fun with anybody. Yeah, and you're fun, and you had fun because you're fun, and then you wake up in the morning, and you're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember anything he said. <laughs> but I also think there's something to dating where... I think people are quick to shut someone off on a first date Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. I am more like, as long as it wasn't like a hard no, I'll probably give that second date. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that? I think that one, people are nervous on first dates Uh and you don't really, I think the idea that there's like an instant spark or something is Mm -hmm. not the healthiest idea. I think Mm -hmm. actually feeling safe around someone where you don't necessarily feel like oh butterflies or whatever but maybe someone just makes you feel safe yeah people kind of like misjudge that and so I think it's more so where I'm like you know what if long as there wasn't like a hard no I'm probably gonna give the second date and just get to know them a little bit better yeah yeah Yeah. um and I think it's yeah Logan Yuri who writes writes the book how to not die alone recommends like give the second date because sometimes it's like the spark that feeling of the spark can almost be like a feeling of toxicity in a Mm -hmm. sense where it's like it's the person that keeps you hanging, that keeps you guessing and stuff. And it's like sometimes people's spark comes from a place of like chasing something unhealthy. Yes. Um, it really depends. Like, because it, it's like, I can't tell somebody what their spark is or what a spark means to you. And it's like, I always thought like I had a certain version of a spark and my spark changed over time. It was like, oh, this version of spark isn't healthy. So one of the things I've run into a little bit and I have talked about is that sometimes I'm like, God, he just seems so nice. Mm. And mm. I am a pretty like outspoken, I will mm. steamroll kind of like, I will mm-hmm, take a ch- mm-hmm. take charge, and I don't want to be that in the relationship. Like, I want to be with someone who is going to be, like, like I like a more masculine man, for, like, for lack of a better yeah, word, term. Word, word, word. And my therapist is like, Justine, do you want to see someone's temper on a first date? Like, mm-hmm. you have no idea if they're mm-hmm. too nice. They're just on a date. And I'm like, okay, this is true. Like, you're not going to see someone's, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, bad side or like, and everyone's gonna be nice on a first. Everyone's gonna be like, they're looking like, dressed like they're going to church or going to a choir performance. Like, yeah, they're gonna have to go kiss their mom the next in twenty minutes after. So, mm-hmm. I think yeah, like you won't necessarily see that like edge to people. Like, I'm someone who always liked, um, and I didn't like, you know, bad in the sense of like mean, but it's like I kind of liked an edge. Like I've you know mm-hmm. dated guys where it's like they had a motorcycle or like they like you know kind of more like edgy comedy or like you know they they like music festivals, not necessarily you know clean cut choir boy but yes that's still I still think that you can be that exciting person and still be a nice person yeah but I tend to date kind of like assholes which that's what I get in return (laughs) I mean right but it's like when someone is just I don't know you need a I want you to put you put me in my place a little bit yes just absolutely dude it's true I don't know you like it's I think women who are like who who do take charge of their lives like they want to be in a relationship with somebody who is like more masculine than they are yes yeah. like i want else. somebody who's more masculine than i am and that's mm-hmm. kind of tough yeah. honestly it's like it's also just like you spend your entire day trying to like boss people around take the lead it's like take the yeah. reins like i'm yes, home dude, like take exactly. the reins lead me like uh, lead me to please. lead me to where to go you make the decisions when we're at home like mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I want to yeah. turn my brain off. Turn the put the brain on the shelf when you go home. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> like. Yeah, totally, totally get that. Um, yeah, and I think kind of going into like just like hot girl summer, like looking for looking for that. Like, um, I think that's easier to spot in the wild too. Like when you go, like people have like 
on the dating apps, it's like their digital baseball card where they're trying to make themselves like look super polished. Like when you're out and about, like people are just more at ease. They're more comfortable. They're being a more fun version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's easier to see. Like you're going out in the wild trying to meet people that way. And guys suck at taking pictures. They're horrible at taking pictures. So I will say this is something I feel like is (laughs) killing me is that I keep, so I'm 33 and I keep dating these men who are like 26, 27. Oh. And, And... I know, that's bad. Dude, I love it. (laughs) But then, like, I see these men that are, like, 35, 38 on the dating apps, and I'm just, like, I'm, like, oh, you look old. But then I see you in person. So real. So And I'm, like, you're a great, you're, like, a very attractive, like, 38-year-old man. Like, I think you're really attractive in person. You just obviously have no idea how to take photos. They just don't take them. When do they take it? When they have an accomplishment. Like, when they catch a fish, when they go hunting, when they graduate. And, of course, all their pictures are going to look the same. Or it's, like, them behind a campfire, which is, like, always, like, the hallmark (laughs) picture of a type of guy I go for. No, I recently went on a date with a guy who was 38, and we had met in person. Mm -hmm. But we were with a group, and he had assumed that I was, like, with another guy in the group. And I was, like, no, no, no. And as soon as I saw him in person, I thought, oh, my gosh, he's really attractive. And then when I saw him come up on the dating app I was like I'm Incredible. like wait he does not look he does not look attractive on the dating app at all Whoa. I never would have accepted if I had not met him in person and then Dang, yeah and younger guys like know how to yeah I think younger guys yeah, are just more on social media more, yeah, they're, like yeah, they're uh-huh. taking pictures more Whoa, yeah crazy just like people will say uh, guys will say like oh like women like they're catfishing it's like no it's just every time you go to brunch it's a photo shoot like mm-hmm. you know all the angles to make yourself look <laughs> yeah. good like I, like it's literally yeah when we them. went to when we went to happy hour at one time and it was, it was like if you went down and did scrolls it was like what was the occasion it was tuesday and my hair looked good and so <laughs> yeah. you just have these pictures as a woman like we're not running around catfishing yeah. people it's just like we you know all the right angles to yes. choose from when it's like posting. you know when when you go your bridesmaid to a wedding it's like where's those pictures like let's go get those uh-huh. and then of course mm-hmm. it's like Maybe you're just like overselling yourself, like overpromising, underdelivering. Yeah, so I do social media, so I literally will just set up my ring light in my bedroom and let's take some pictures. And mm-hmm. I'm always doing different yes. shoots and stuff like that. So that. I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of pictures. Exactly. <laughs> that shit's so good for like confidence for me. I mm-hmm. don't know, like, yeah, yeah, because you do, yeah, you do. I, I think that's another good thing about like a, a hot girl summer is like. Getting some good Get pictures some of good yourself. Like pictures mm-hmm. of yourself. If you have a photographer friend. Every angle, yes. Photographer friend. Like, I know sometimes on Groupon, there's, like, boudoir photo mm-hmm. shoots that you can get. For like, sure, for sure. I mean, like, sometimes you can take those. I did a boudoir photo shoot for fun once, and then I used, you know, pictures of it where I, I cropped. It, it looks like a, a hedge. I think I've used it on LinkedIn before, but it's just cropped in the right <laughs> oh way. Oh, my yeah. God, for It's real? just cropped in the right yeah, way. Like, yeah, you yeah. would never know based on how I cropped it. Um, But, like, doing a photo shoot maybe of yourself, and that can be for your dating profile. And also, yeah. like, Instagram has sort of, like, sliding in the DMs and sort of become a way of meeting people like Mm -hmm. just having that best foot forward and I think if you don't have you know a professional photographer your own tools like where's your friend with a nice camera do you have a friend who's like you know moonlights as a photographer I think that's you know good for all of us as we have our hot guy hot girl summer download lens buddy get a ring light off Amazon it's so easy but to your point if I was a single girl I would absolutely also make sure that your Instagram is public yes like it's such an easy way for someone to like find you slide in and like meet people outside of uh a dating app okay wait I I have a question are you sliding into men's DMs no never I'm no I mean I might throw like a 
dude. I heart have you slid into DMs. Okay. I don't know. I've never found so. I've never. It works. I have yeah. Young Gravy's phone number because I slid into DMs <laughs> once like years Damn. ago. Damn. Yeah, I do. I okay. do. It works. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be sliding into DMs. I did. But... I did try and slide into like some of the. FC soccer players in Cincinnati, nice. <laughs> but they never got they never got seen at Dang. all. They were just uh, like you know you can see they never. I'm like they have like eighty thousand followers. Yeah, it would it probably. Yeah. Well, I mean you have you have your blue check now, and I think that can yeah. help. Um, it does help. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, but no, I don't do it from that account. So oh. I literally started using. So I have my fitness account, but I literally talk about things like constipation and periods <laughs> and like women's health on there so uh-huh. I started using my personal account more mm. so that people like would see that and I'm like okay we'll just keep this a little bit more like totally hot girl summer pictures <laughs> totally. um when was the last time you got a dm slide and who what how'd they find you what was it from oh this guy he's trying to ask take me on a date I actually don't know how he found me he first slid into my DMs on my fitness account, mm. and then he followed my personal one. Um, yeah, and he keeps offering these good dates. So nice. I don't know. I might, I might have to go on a date with him. He just, like, he's in Austin. I think one day he just is like, oh, what are you up to? Like, where are you headed? Mm. And, like, I did, like, a little fit check. And I'm like, oh. Nice. Yeah. Cute. Nice. And did he have a, a public profile? I think he was private, but I followed him back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I uh, think that's the challenge that comes with it is, like, if you get a DM slide or DM slide, it's like you gotta have a, the public. Because I remember I would get those like, and it was just I was like, if I follow back and I'm just like, oh, never mind. It's like then you look like the asshole. So it's just like, why take the chance? Like unless someone had like 20 mutual friends, I'm like, oh, this is probably just somebody I've I've bumped into, but just you know, we never really like made the connection. Yeah. But I feel like it's just so essential to have public profiles. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also had one just slide in that was bad and he slid into my DMs and I was like the first question I asked him I was like how old are you mm. and he was like I'm 25 and I was like uh, I cannot I cannot I'm 25. he's like oh you're hating I like to date older women I was like just the way you said that and then I went I had to follow him back to see uh-huh. and it was a very like just very like hunting very mm-hmm. like a lot of dead animals, like not really my thing. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the the second question, I was like, "How old are you?" And then I said, "Who did you vote for in the last election?" And his <gasps> his answer was, "Why does that matter?" And I was like, "Okay, slay, that, okay, like, goodbye." That is a that's a hard no for me. Like, <laughs> I would not oh date someone with different like political views. Yeah. So I was like, "No, all right." And then I had to, but I had to block him because mm-hmm. I had followed. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like unfollow. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever like when you so go sorry. and you, you're kind of checking out someone's Instagram? do you ever look at the types of accounts they're following and like tagged photos yes. and stuff oh I, I always I look that. at tagged photos always because honestly sometimes that's where they'll get the better photos because you'll be like oh his like one of his girlfriends took a picture and it like yeah. actually looks good the sisters are always the best at it yes but then also you got to look out for like anyone who's following like puppy melons do you know this account oh no. it's the account. What is puppy so melons? it's an account where it's um it's a it's a puppy picture first and then you swipe it and it's boob pictures yeah and so it's it's like so okay. when you're scrolling through, it looks wholesome. And then they swipe, and it's like some girl with like huge boobs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's anyone. It's, it's hilarious. It's the like most like guy trying to hide stupidest man yes. invention. Stupidest I've thing, ever. but it's it's kind of funny. I, think. I also just think looking at like, are, is there like following follower list like full of just butt pictures? 
that and like tons of like young blonde girls mm-hmm. like just a bunch of them and if they're not following them back kind of thing yes and that is so real yeah because gotta check that no it's, so again it does make a difference when i was in cincinnati i went out with this like 24 year old uh. and <laughs> i know <laughs> he was on the minor league hockey team there nice. so i yeah he was really <laughs> nice. and but i was looking at his followers and i was like half of your followers are still in college. Like, I am too old to be hanging mm. out with you. They're in college, and yeah. I am a 33-year-old woman. Not okay. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. a last long, obviously. Dude, that is the risk you're running kind of with, like, dating younger guys. It's like they're going to have friends, girlfriends, who are, like, 22. Yeah. And you're, like, all going to be hanging out in the same room together, and it's going to be like... <laughs> yeah, I think that would be, like, a tough here. one. It's, like, that'd be tough for me. We're just, like, I get tired, like, all that. Uh, yeah. I'm just, like, oh, I'm too old. I'd, I'd feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess, like, kind of hot girl summer. Do you guys think there is a, um, you know, an unhealthy way to do hot guy, hot girl summer? Like, when does it go too far? I think so, for sure. I think that you, one have to be honest with people mm-hmm. like being I think anytime you're leading someone on or making them think that maybe like whatever you're doing is you know like more than mm-hmm. just like having fun I think that's unhealthy in a mental way and then I think obviously you have to talk about like sexual health in terms mm-hmm. of are you using condoms are you getting tested and mm-hmm. I think that's really important and like having open conversations about sexual health mm-hmm. and then I think openly as well just I am obviously, like, a health and fitness person, so Mm -hmm. I can really see that line of, okay, how many nights a week have I gone out? Mm -hmm. Am I still waking up and, like, going on my hot girl walks and, like, Mm -hmm. getting my workouts in and just still, like, eating foods that, like, nourish me and, like, what am I also doing to take care of my body in that, like, holistic way outside of also having a social life so like finding that balance and that health is really important for me too oh 100 because summer it's just it's barbecues it's mm-hmm. beers it's which is which is awesome and you and you've worked hard for like this this body or your summer body but it's like don't like let it go all go to waste like what do you what do you because you're like you know holistic health, like how do you recommend people kind of keep themselves in check and still have fun yeah I think it's always really important so my biggest thing is I think Body image is how you look at your body, not how your body looks. So keeping a really positive mindset and, like, speaking to yourself well. Mm -hmm. But then just doing things where I just set really clear boundaries. So I went to trivia last night, Mm -hmm. but I ate dinner at home Mm because I was like, I know I'm going to have grilled chicken. I'm going to have some vegetables. And then that allows me to enjoy, like, a couple more beers versus eating Mm -hmm. every single meal out at a restaurant. Um, And I think that, honestly – summer is not the time to try and diet or Mm -hmm. try to it's like summer with most of my clients I was like we're gonna maintain all the work that you've been doing doing throughout the year and Mm -hmm. so understanding that everything has like a consequence to it right like Mm -hmm. alcohol is not good for you period done like there's nothing good about it I don't like no red wine is gonna help your heart or anything (laughs) um but you get to decide like okay I obviously do drink, but I understand as well the consequences that come with that in terms of, like, I break out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. I maybe, like, am not hitting, like, quite as many PRs in my workouts. And I think it's ultimately just saying, am I okay with this right now in this season of my life? And knowing that there's going to be different seasons for whatever your health and fitness goal is at that time. Mm -hmm. And I always say that, like, you don't have to be in, like, a weight loss goal or, like, a strength goal or anything, but your health should always be a goal. So like Mm -hmm. walks, drinking water, eating a vegetable, 
getting sleep. Like, just, like, those basic health things should always be important, whether you are, like, trying to, like, have a fitness goal or not. Totally. Um, and if you are someone that's, like, into into fitness, of course, everyone always asks the question, um, and I figure you would have a great answer. How do you ask somebody out at a gym or a fitness class? Okay, I personally would love this. I think there's a really? lot of yeah. Okay. I think there's a lot of like hate on the gym on the internet where people are like, "Oh, girls don't want to be talked to at the gym or anything." But if you're at the gym and I'm at the gym, I already know one we have this in common, mm-hmm. and that is some like a deal breaker for me as I would not date someone again who doesn't take their health as a priority. But I think just like one, you're making some eye contact and just mm-hmm. go up and talk to them. Maybe like start a conversation talk to them a few times and then like maybe after you see them like that third time be like hey can I get your number or can I get your Instagram would be a really Mm -hmm. easy one because obviously a lot of people at the gym are going to be um having like they're going to Instagram or maybe they can I obviously have a fitness Instagram kind of thing I feel like that's always an easy way start with that Mm -hmm. or just like ask them the same way you would at a bar I think yeah but I totally am not against the like being hit on at a gym don't ask me like mid-set right yeah like (laughs) try to catch me like going in or out or Mm -hmm. like at the water fountain type of thing but I would love that if I got hit on at the gym yeah and I also think when people think of cold like cold approaching people and I hate that term because it sounds so like pickup artisty but they think it's like you have to go up to this person like declare your interest and stuff it's just like when you're at a bar it's like what are you drinking oh vodka Mm -hmm. soda with lime what about you the person says what about you is probably interested if you say, you know, some sort of like gym joke or like, oh, you see that their water bottles like a certain, you know, from yeah. a certain school, like, oh, did you go there? Like, like, or what protein you know, hook are them. you drinking? Like, yeah. something so easy, just the same mm-hmm. way you would talk to anyone at a bar, I think, personally. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think one other thing that I've heard from, you know, people that are, you know, very involved in like gym culture, like, if you have like kind of a misconnection at the gym, um, go check like the gym like story or like the geotag because a lot of people tag themselves when oh, they're at the yeah. gym slide into the dms and see if you can find them there but then we have to you cannot ghost someone if you go to the same gym you can't but <laughs> the stakes are higher yeah yeah like understand that you better show up right because you're gonna see them again exactly and i think that kind of brings us back around from ghosting to hot girl hot girl summer and all the way back around again and um yeah i think we're coming up on time um, so I guess to like close this out, um, Justine, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at justfitjustine. It's just.fit.justine. And you can also check out my podcast. It's called Villain Era Podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple, um, and also TikTok and, um, yeah, TikTok as well for Just Fit Justine and Villain Era Podcast. Awesome. Love to hear it. And then Annabelle, where can people find you? Uh, I, uh, I tattoo, um, I'm yep. on Instagram at the female Gothic, um, and that's pretty much the only place you can find me. You can find me on Hinge. You can find me on Tinder. Yes, you can. <laughs> and you can also find her at Electric 13 Tattoo right next to Liberty yeah. Bar. If you are interested in fine line tattooing, she is incredible. How, wait, how did I, I can't believe I just found out that you tattoo. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> she does. Yeah. So she's, she's an yeah. incredible artist. Yeah. So, um, if you are, have any tattoo needs in the Austin, Texas area, Um, please give her a shout because she's incredible but obviously I'm a little bit biased Um, but yeah would love to have you back as like rotating co's like I said the theme of you know having um, you know someone that's not has doesn't have these like chronically online dating terms like needled in their head the way that I do Um, it's awesome to have that and kind of bounce things off but this has been an awesome episode Um, these release on Thursdays so I'll get like the video tonight and of course you can use it however you want and can't thank you enough for being here thank you I'm excited let's go enjoy the sunny day hot girl summer (laughs) y'all all All right over and out see you guys next week